It's the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Want Boston sports 24-7? It's easy. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Fourth and final hour of the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. We got Grab Bag coming up at 920. Everybody's favorite. But in the meantime, still uh, talking with you at 617-779-7937. Of course, we started the show with the Gary Myers, uh, I guess, report. I mean, he did say a uh, a well-tied-in source believes that the L.A. Chargers are the favorite for Bill Belichick next season. And we also talked about the Andrew Callahan report. I know Mike Giardi has said something similar about right now inside the Patriots locker room. It's about 80-20 who are done with Mac. So uh, less and less teammates of Mac Jones are on his side as the Patriots are in their bye week. And if that's the case, if they believe he needs a seat for a week for the rest of the season, just isn't competent or capable enough to be a pro quarterback, that's fine. Rich Keefe, you are now the coach, GM, Patriots, whatever, offensive coordinator. You're making the call. Who are you starting in 11 days against the Giants? I'm starting Will Greer. Unless... You know, the behind-the-scenes stuff that we are not privy to, unless he's an absolute disaster. But if he's that bad, maybe you would have cut him and brought somebody else in at this point. Like, he's been with the club enough. We know how they feel about Zappi. We've seen Zappi a little bit over the last couple of years. I don't think he's really gotten a fair shake, but I also don't think the ceiling is all that high on Bailey Zappi. Malik Cunningham seems so far away, so I would at least give Will Greer a shot, see if he's worthwhile keeping around next year as a backup. So I think you and I agree with... Greer would be the pick. Sure would be. Should right. be. Should All be. Right. Why not? I mean, you, you you know what you have in Zappy. If if Belichick is going to be hard headed about it and say like, "Well, he gives us the best chance to win," like, then I, we agree to disagree, sir. Here was uh, Mike Giardi on uh, this is NBC Sports Boston talking about Mac Jones and the locker room. As I reported today on Boston Sports Journal, there are players that don't believe that Mac should be the starter going forward. Mm-hmm. And as we've talked about with this whole breakdown of Mac, right, there's a bunch of reasons why we got here. Lots of people are culpable for why they got here. But the fact of the matter is that they are here. He does not have the belief of most of the people in the room. I, I don't believe he has the belief of the coaching staff. I think they've gotten to the point now where when they look at Mac, even with the things wrong around him, they say, boy, he, he can't elevate. And in fact, he, he continues to go deeper and deeper into this whole, look, there's been a lot of bad messages sent to the to the locker room. I think running him out there next week after the bye against the Giants um, would send a really bad message to the rest of the players. Like, dude has killed us a number of times. How can you go there again? Anybody else? I don't care whether it's Zappi or Greer. Just give me anybody else and let's see. If those guys can't make the killer mistake, and let's just see if maybe we can make some plays just because we got a new energy in the huddle, and I think you know, I think that's where they've got to be at this point. I get what he's saying. I also feel like if you benched every player for poor performance this year, you wouldn't have any players left. Like, I, you'd be starting an entire <laughs> like they're, they're all They've all been bad. Like I don't know how anybody can, can – uh, tell like whisper to some of the reporters like oh we'd be better off without mac like yes you might be right but i'm sure they'd be better off without you like whoever is saying it there's only a few guys and maybe it's jabril peppers maybe it's kyle duggar maybe it is on Wenu. like not many guys like five that like, might be it need more than a hand to count the number of guys that are like 
Yeah, these guys would be plus level starters on another. And the team. fact that eighty percent of the locker room, so well, I'm bad at math. What is that? Forty guys in that locker room are saying uh, we're better off without Mac. There's only forty guys on the team have played well this year, but but I mean, it seems like if the coaches and the teammates don't like them, I don't really know how how you keep your job at that point. Uh, let's go to the phone, 617-779-7937. Tim is in Hanover. He will lead off this hour. What do you got, Tim? Hey, Tim. Yeah, gentlemen, love your show. Thank you. Love both you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, you're probably you're probably going to think I'm the craziest guy in the world, but I'm that 20% Fitzy was just talking about. Okay. About Mac. Right. You know what? I hate saying it. I mean, I, I like the guy since the get-go. I never backed off him. I'm a good judge of talent. I've seen many guys that wanted to bust. Jameis Winston, I was laughing when they took him as the first-round pick when you guys were just talking. Mariota's decent. There's been a lot of guys that were bust, but Mac, he showed the ability he has. If they give him the team that he needs, that he never, ever got a chance except for that first year. And those guys were average the first year. If they ever gave him a chance with some decent players, this guy will be good. And if he disappears from the Pats, I guarantee you, you're going to see him, if he gets a decent team behind him, and he gets the shot, he will be good for somebody else. So I'm All right, Tim. If you say, if, I mean, I disagree, but we'll see. He might get an opportunity somewhere else down, down the road. We have seen quarterbacks. Now, this is what he has to hope for. He has to hope for the Geno Smith kind of career arc at this point because he is a Patriots bust. But it doesn't mean you're an NFL bust yet. You, have, have they wrote back to Mac yet? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, even Ryan Tannehill. Like I know it's, it's sort of a roller coaster with Tannehill, and now it's got back down again. But like he had a two three year peak where he was uh, in the playoffs with the Tennessee Titans and was looking like a good quarterback enough, so they gave him a big contract. So we have seen quarterbacks that they don't just like get better every year, and then like they're in the Hall of Fame. Like we've seen guys go up and down, have to change teams. That kind of thing, but it's hard to envision. And I know the caller doesn't think it's going to happen here. Like hard to envision success for Mac Jones in New England, but I have a hard time envisioning it anywhere else. But I guess if you want to hold out hope and think that you know he needs the perfect situation that it could happen. Okay, I'm a good judge of talent. <laughs> okay, yes, you are, Tim from Hanover. Hey, Rich, here's a he did he did you. say he liked us though, Joe. So I feel like he probably is a pretty good judge of talent. All right, here you go. Uh, over under. Number of years Mac Jones is in the NFL, five. I'll say over. I think when you're a first-round pick, you get a lot of opportunities. You, you get to and, – and not only is he a first-round pick, but he's played a bunch of games. You know, like Brian Hoyer's been in the league for 100 years. Yeah, so, better number would be like nine or ten. Oh, I don't know if he'll be there that, lo- that long. <laughs> That's right, Brian Hoyer. Funny fact about him, you know how he got to his first game? Steamboat. <laughs> it's true. Sure, the guy's a, he's an all-time he's a he's a legend, a legend in the field. That uh, Brian Hoyer, no, but Mac those railroad cars you could pump yourself. But if Mac goes to a spot, the problem with Mac is like, will uh, do do any coaches that he uh, probably McDaniel's likes him, right? Like I don't know if anybody else likes him. So like if Belichick goes somewhere else, I don't think Bill would want him as a backup. If Bill O'Brien goes somewhere else, I'm not sure he would want him like on the team. You know, just like. Belichick and McDaniels have kind of kept Brian Hoyer afloat for a number of years. Other teams might have been like, yeah, I'm probably good. But like he has stayed in the league with these other guys. I don't know 
if Mac Jones could go anywhere else because I don't think Josh McDaniels is going to have much say over any NFL team in, in the years to come. No, no. In any sort of executive no. capacity? Heck no. No. It's so funny how he's so good. At, like, I think we talked last week about how, like, Josh McDaniels, terrific chef. Josh McDaniels, horrible restaurant owner. Can't do it. It's a different role. Some guys yeah. some guys are just meant to be coordinators, right, and not not head coaches. So we talked about how Bailey Zappi was released twice, not claimed. Malik Cunningham was released twice, not claimed. If Mac Jones was cut, do you think somebody would claim him? Heartbeat. Yeah, I think I think that first round pick thing, like that lasts a while. And it's not just at quarterback. Like I think other positions too, you're like, oh, this guy's gotta be good, right? He's somebody drafted in the first round. Like Nikhil Harry's been on what two different teams since? Why on earth would anybody want to try that on? Like, there's no way that's gonna work, but they're like, I don't know, first round pick. Maybe maybe you graded him kind of high, and then it all becomes about value. It's like, well, we got a former first round pick for nothing. You're like, okay. Nothing. It's because he stinks. He's hogging a roster spot. You might want to move on from him. But yeah, that's my like if they cut Mac Jones, somebody would claim him. But oh, first, I can think of a hand, bunch of teams that would. But conversely, if they get to the offseason and they want to trade Mac Jones, what do they get in return for him? Uh, fourth. Yeah. Fourth or fifth, somewhere in there. Yeah. I guess the He's question not- is, do people look more at him and what he did versus the situation that he was around? Yeah, you would need somebody to be sympathetic to you and be like, all right, we can fix this. Like, there was something good in there. They broke him. But you also don't want to overbid, and you like look at him like, all right, you, you guys ruined him, so we're not going to give you a second or third round pick for a guy that you ruined and now you need to get rid of. So, yeah, he can go somewhere else. But don't you think, and I don't think he's even as good of a player, but he's going to go down that uh, Baker Mayfield path as well where got to sign a one-year deal. You go into a camp where you're competing with, like, Kyle Trask or like a like that like a Kyle Trask version somewhere else like a second round pick who could be really good but like isn't the top 10 pick either and then you either win that job and you do the best you can and try to get another contract or you're the backup for that year now I I'll ask this only just because it was circulating around our the Boston sports sphere earlier today I believe it was of all people Dan Shaughnessy who asked is it possible we're being too harsh on Mac Jones um, the Shaughnessy wrote that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't think so. I think, it's, po- I think it's possible. He did you see the the interception he threw in Germany? Yeah, it wasn't really. It was a really really bad pass. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't think we're being too hard on the guy. Like I he's, think he's he's broke. He's but he's he's broken. Like he's yeah. just they did every they did. But like, I feel like years it, from now they may showcase what happened to to Mac Jones as. Here's what not to do with your reasonably promising but still delicate first-round draft pick quarterback. Like, they oh, did everything I, yeah. they could to possibly make him regress. No, and that's one reason why I don't think Bill Belichick would be a great head coach candidate going forward. Like, he ruined a first-round pick quarterback. Like, that's the highest currency there is in the league. Oh. And he destroyed it. Now, I also feel like, uh, I don't know, like, I'm not being that hard on, on Mac Jones because he has put bad game after bad game after bad game uh, across the board. And he has he has sunk his value, and he's sort of culpable with it. I also, but I'm also sick of the argument, and there's less and less of it, thankfully. But like, I don't know, you put him in the right spot. Like, what's the right spot? Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Barry Sanders, the '90s Cowboys O line, Gronk, like that. Yeah, I bet Mac Jones would do pretty good with those guys. 
but that doesn't exist. Like, kind of the Niners right now, and that's really it. Like, where else could you put Mac Jones and have him be like, you know, an MVP candidate? I don't think it exists. No, that, I mean, you'd have to put him on a wagon of a team like Philadelphia. It'd have to be, but even Philadelphia, like, a big part of it is Jalen Hurts' running ability. We've seen Mac Jones try to do the brotherly shove. He can't do it. He's failed it a couple of times. So even the there, he couldn't do it. In a season of low life, that was one of the lowest. <laughs> That's terrible. <Super> awful. <laughs> All right. Good news for everybody. Grab bag is on the way next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. Right now, here's Joe Braverman with What's Trending. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Celtics and Sixers meeting for the second time in the week. It's currently the third quarter, and it is 83-75 Celtics on top. Jason Tatum's leading the way with 19 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. Drew Holiday has 18 points, and Derek White has 13 on the other side. For Philly, Joel Embiid's leading the team with 16 points, 8 rebounds, and five assists. Remember, Celtics are not playing uh, Jalen Brown or Kristaps Porzingis. Brown is out with an illness. Porzingis has a right knee contusion. Some other NBA news that just broke within the last hour. Adrian Wojnarowski reports that Draymond Green will be suspended five games for putting Rudy Gobert in a chokehold last night in the Warriors-Timberwolves matchup. Speaking of, Gobert, Jaden McDaniels, and Clay Thompson have all been fined $25,000 for that altercation. The Patriots had their last practice before going on their bye week in the media portion of practice, which was about 10 to 15 minutes. Mac Jones was seen taking reps with the starter. Some other news in the NFL. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson will undergo season-ending shoulder surgery, ending his 2023 campaign. And the Bengals will be without receiver T. Higgins as they get ready to play the Ravens on Thursday night football tomorrow. Bruins took down the Sabres last night 5-2. They'll return to the TD Garden nice tomorrow against the Canadiens. The Red Sox are close to hiring former reliever Andrew Bailey to be their next pitching coach. This is according to Ken Rosenthal. And staying in the MLB, the Cy Young Award winners were announced. Garrett Cole won it in the American League for his first career award. And Blake Snell won it in the National League. It's his second, and he's the seventh in MLB history to win a Cy Young in both the American and National League. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEI and WEI.com. Grab Bag is up next on The Rich Keefe Show. Back here on The Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, as he is every Monday and Wednesday. And uh, if you missed any of the program, check out the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keefe Show. Well, you've been waiting around all night. And finally, it's time for Grab Bag. It's time for Grab Bag. Oh, uh, that's right. The stories we couldn't get to in the first three hours, 20 minutes of the program, we do so right now in a little something we call Grab Bag. We've been keeping our eyes on the Celtics, Fitzy. They're in the fourth quarter where they have an eight-point lead. They got the lead back in the third. Guess how many threes they attempted in the third quarter alone? Having not looked. You didn't look at the box score? Did not? Yep. Focus on the show very much. How about 18? You have got to be essing me. They took 18 threes in a single quarter. They made seven of them, and now they have the lead again. So... Yeah, they're just lighting it up from the outside, firing it up from the outside. Feeling good about uh, Joe Braverman's uh, over 20 points for Drew Holiday. He's got 18? I was so close to predicting or making my pick that he would get a double-double because he has a double-double now, 18 and 10. But I was too... 
I didn't want to take that risk. Uh, listen, what it happens a all the time. What a what a complete player this man is. Uh, Drew Holiday's great. Yeah, he awesome. is. He is awesome. So uh, that's what's going on in Philly as the uh, Celtics look to get a little revenge from the other night and grab a grab a W. Everyone's talking about grab bag. That is true. Also in the NBA last night, Draymond Green, little uh, sleeper hole, little. Uh, Little, little sleeper million dollar dream, little there. million dollar dream on Rudy Gobert. You got to climb a ladder to get up there and give Rudy Gobert a headlock. Uh, but a little bit of a, a brouhaha between the T Wolves and the Warriors. Bunch of players ejected, and just about an hour or so ago, Draymond Green suspended five games. Uh, okay, now I have subsequently gotten text messages throughout the program right. from basketball watching friends. Yes, some of whom have said, "Wow, that's it." And some who said, eh, it wasn't like it was Rudy Tomjanovich, you know, and, you know, Kermit, whatever his name, Washington. Kermit Washington, where he, like, just destroyed, almost killed, almost killed him. Right. I would have given it, you know, but see, to me, it wasn't even about the physical act. This one would have been a, look, guy, you have punched your own teammates. You've yeah, you're. People in the berries. You've, you know, you've gone for an extra point right off the hairy goalpost. Enough is enough. Yeah, I think if it was somebody else. Sit down for a while. It's one or two games. I don't think at least. I don't think you're going to get. Yeah, I wouldn't even complain about that. Draymond Green is just he's obnoxious. He's absolutely obnoxious, mm-hmm. and just I don't think the league loves the image of another player choking another player. Like they're like, what the <laughs> hell is you this? You don't? No, I don't. I, I feel like they frown upon it. It's not their favorite <laughs> thing, and it was just weird watching that all play out. So right. I thought I thought it probably would be five, kind of splitting the difference from the people who were like not bothered at all versus Dude, the people who are offended. So like five games feels about right. And Woj tweeted out he's gonna uh, forfeit like seven hundred and sixty thousand dollars, I believe. It's a lot. He gets he gets paid a lot of money to he play professional have, basketball. He's he, dirty. He is dirty, dirty player, man. I don't respect guys like that. All right, Draymond. Fair enough. And here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. ESPN did their NBA power rankings up to the minute. They had the uh, Celtics third behind the Denver Nuggets, number one. And still tonight's a good, still a quality team. Yeah, I, I have no problem with it. I mean, they're the defending champs and they have the best player in the world. So if you want to go with the Nuggets, that's fine. The Philadelphia 76ers they had at two. So oh, stop it. Could be some movement tonight. Uh, I mean, they, they have the same record and Philly beat them head to head. So, I mean, I guess that's what it is. But. There's no, I don't, I still don't think Philly's better than Boston. They're not. They improved with the coach. Yes. That was that, that for sure. The coach and just moving on from Harden kind of helps the team overall. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, the, I, please, I just cannot wait. Of all the things that I want to see this season in the NBA, aside from the Celtics winning banner 18, yeah. would just be the utter implosion of the Clippers now that uh, Fat Suit Charlie is out there. Oh, my God. I was watching some of that game last night. And it was You got Harden and Westbrook. and They're 0-5 with him, him playing. 0-5. You don't yeah. say, Joe. And, yeah. like, none of those guys, when they're all play together, none of them are averaging 20 points. To, like, they're not, none of them are shooting all that well. Like, it's, it's not been a great mix. Uh, hey, Rich, real Go quick, ahead. just looking around the association's uh, scoreboard yep, right now. Please. So, no, uh, I think no Giannis, no problem. Uh, at the end of the third, the Bucks are up 100 to 79 over the Raptors. Uh, Damian Lillard, have you seen what he's done tonight? No, what's Dame Dollar up to? Oh, not much. Just 30 minutes, four rebounds, 12 assists, 37 points. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a grab bag. <laughs> I love Dame Doll. They still got to figure it out. They haven't really played yeah. great together. But, yeah, that's a, it's not, not bad. bad. No, that not is bad. not bad. 
That would have been another good bet. Talk about the bets that got away. No Giannis. New That's, segment. Yeah. New, <laughs> I smell a segment. <laughs> well, I was thinking about that like uh, 9.45 every night, the bets we should have bet. Oh, <laughs> you know what, I, you know what we should have taken is the Celtics to take 18 threes in a quarter. <laughs> should have had that. I don't know what we were thinking. The bets that got away is a great title for a segment. It's not bad. Grab bag. So this came out over the weekend, and I had forgotten about it. I was kind of shocked and appalled, and then I forgot about it. And then somebody reminded me, I think it was Dan on Instagram, mm-hmm. sent it to at Rich Keefe Show, and I was like, oh, that's right. I wanted to bring this up. So the Patriots Twitter account did a video where they asked a bunch of players just like a simple question, and then they like chopped it up, right? And the question was, uh, true or false, the office isn't funny. I think that's how they worded it. True or false, the office isn't funny. Oh, yeah. So if you think it's funny, you would say false, right? That's how that works? Mm -hmm. Okay. So they ripped through it. Most of the guys say false. Like Hunter Henry was on there. I think Dietrich Wise was on there. Uh, Even uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. He's got time for that. So he was in there. Mac Jones said true, and then he says, I've never seen the office. Now, normally I'm not a like, uh, oh, my God, you haven't seen this. Like, I don't like people spend their time how they want to spend their time. But it kind of says a lot about a guy. That was like the most popular show in the world when it came out. It was hilarious. Then it had this major resurgence during like COVID. Everybody's yeah. watching like crazy on Netflix. Yeah. It was like even more popular when it was off the air than when it was on the air. And there are so many like memes, so many gifts, so many everything. How You're, many quotes? How many different quotes, like, oh, remember that episode like, when? Yes. Yeah, it was sort of like for like the next generation Seinfeld, if you will. I know this, the ideas are different, but you know what I mean. Like as far as like just recognizing everything that comes out of the show and quoting everything that comes out of the show. And the only two people that they talked to that hadn't seen it were Mac Jones and Christian Barmore. No, God, please, no, no, no. What does okay? What does Mac do? Maybe he literally just right. does sports guy stuff. Mm, I know you got to be a better player if How you don't do, do anything like else. To- understand like it doesn't have to be your favorite show but how does anybody like just he's probably definitely has not seen the original obviously he's not seen the uh, no no god no he's not watching the uk oh you know what i would respect him if that was the only thing that he watched he's like i, I watched the original with gervais and that guy's a genius and i'm not gonna dare watch i'm like all right fine but there's no way there's no way there's zero chance zero yeah. chance that he's seen oh, i know see you know what fine yeah. awesome thanks yep all right back right Grab bag? Justin Fields likely to start for the Bears this weekend. Somebody has <laughs> eight games to prove that they deserve to be the quarterback of their particular team next year because yep. that team's going to have two top five picks, and one of them could easily be a quarterback. Bolsa de mano. It's grab bag in Spanish. Uh, <laughs> college football playoff rankings. Oh, let's go. I'm more fired up for yeah. this than I am, honestly. The Super Bowl at this point. I'm, I've definitely I've been more invested in this college season for whatever reason than the last like five probably. Like I used to watch a ton. Awesome, this year's Rich. been great. The quarterbacks are are high end. The teams like I just it seems to fall into place too. There's always like a good game on like at all times. So whenever you have a moment to sit down, there's always like a good game to draw you in. But mm-hmm. Georgia's number one now, followed yeah. by Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State, and then the next two that just missed for this year. Washington and Oregon. Yep, Washington topped Oregon in one of the better games of the college football season. Oh, yeah, by far. Uh, you you know you've got, basically, you've got 
Armageddon coming up uh, two days after Thanksgiving when Ohio State goes to the big house to play Michigan at high noon. Eliminator game? That is going to be an absolute ratings juggernaut for Fox. I can already hear Gus Johnson just warming up the pipes. Yeah, so I've watched a bunch of Gus Johnson games this year in particular. Touchdown, Rich Keefe. That right, like I love no, Gus. He, I love. He's gotten. He's like do. He's doing an impersonation of himself. That's might be what it is because I think we all remember him and like, or I remember him like in my mind calling crazy like game winners in college basketball. Hit that yeah. one from the parking lot. Right, and you're like, oh, he's the best. I want him yeah. to do every yeah. game. Yeah, and then he. Like, it's weird, like, the inflection in his voice at times or, like, when he chooses not to say anything during these football mm-hmm. games. Like, he's really not a good football play-by-play guy. It's strange. He's, intermitt- he's intermittently entertaining. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 11 to go. Holloway kicks it out. Crawford, 8. Crawford's got to hurry. Oh, oh no. The man just gave birth on the court. I love it. No, like there was a time where I'm like, he's my favorite. I want him doing every game, and then it's like, oh, maybe not. I gotta say, when it comes to football and and also some baseball, I'm I've become very partial to Fox's Joe Davis. I think he is a young guy. I thought you were going to say the new Celtics guy. People love him. Well, you being the biggest (laughs) card-carrying member of his fan club, I love Joe Uh, Davis from Fox. I think he does a great job. Yeah. Anyway, long story short. If you remember last New Year's Eve, that was an incre- probably, I dare say, more entertaining than any NFL playoff game Saturday or Sunday that I remember with Michigan spitting the bid in that thriller against TCU, Ohio State blowing it by missing a kick as it went to midnight against Georgia. Like, yep. what a game. Yep. What a day of football. And now, Rich, we get it on New Year's Day this year. That's right. Sweet. Those no, of us that it. don't have to. Oh, wait. Sorry. No, I do have working. to work on New Year's Day. You'll be on the air. Well, you can you know have one eye on the old game as we as we say. Do you think uh, Ohio State, Michigan, the loser is going to be out, or do you think there's a way where they both still make the playoff? Uh, one, I think that's one done. Got to be an eliminator, right? Because then yeah. Washington or Oregon, one of them can then jump in, and then yeah, Washington's undefeated. Oregon's got a loss if Washington loses or if they play. Uh, well, they would play the in the Pac-12 title game. I think they would okay, play each so other again. So then, Bonus could get his revenge. Winner also, gets in, Alabama's yeah. lurking, and Alabama has been playing awesome football uh, recently. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Oh, what's in the grab bag? How do you think Jack Jones is going to do in Vegas? Obviously, he's very excited to be there. He spoke a little bit today. He's pumped. He loves his guy, Antonio Pierce, who, who coached him in uh, high school and college. How do you think the Jack Jones experience is going to go in Las Vegas? Uh, can I say on the record unequivocally and annoyingly good? Oh, you think I, so? You know what's going you know to happen? He's going to go out there. But for how long, though? Oh, the rest of the season while Antonio Pierce is there. And then next year when he needs to really play well and start trying to lock up a spot on the team and you know get ready for the fourth year we could sign an extension, he'll find a way to screw that up. Yeah, okay. But the rest of this right. year? Yeah. Oh, complete, like, good student, lockstep Antonio Brown will have him. Excuse me, Antonio Pierce. Right. We'll have him in stride. It's going to be, and all Pats fans are going to do is go, where was that? this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swing. There's a line drive left center field. Deep back by the wall. And it is. Grab bag. Well, this next one has been making it all over the internet. It's me. Apparently, this is the scuttlebutt out there. This is, this is I think, well-sourced. The okay. 
Taylor Swift's parents are going to meet Travis Kelsey's parents this Monday night. Stop. Yes, they're they're going to the game. Monday night football is Jason Kelsey's Eagles versus Travis Kelsey's Chiefs. Actually, an amazing Monday night football game. Uh, And we're going to be on beforehand, so I'm not going to give my pick out in advance. But uh, that's going to be a good one. That's going to be a great one. Yeah, so we will. you can listen to Eagles Chiefs here on WEEI. We'll be on 90 minutes uh, or from 6 to 7.30. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that is, uh, I mean, there's the Super Bowl meet? last year. Could be the Super Bowl again this year. I swear, if this takes over what's to be an awesome <laughs> game, I'm going to riot. Guess what? I bet it does. You better plan your riot. You better plan your little riot act. Maybe draw some signs up now. Do something. Get gets whatever you need. Fireworks. What, what you, would saw you, the, you saw the smooch in Argentina, right? Oh, you better believe I saw the smooch in Argentina. Yeah, that, they're apparently a real couple, I think. Wow. Kind of feels that he's way, doesn't it? He's a handsome it? guy. What do you want? Like, good Mr. Pfizer, you know, he's a good-looking dude. I'm not, believe it or not, I'm happy for both of them. Yeah, me too. You we'll might not think that. that to, look, to look at me, you might not think that, but it's it's the truth. <laughs> I'm happy for both these kids. We love Grandpa! So do we. We absolutely love it. How about this? Kyle Brandt, uh, I know him from Real World Chicago. You yeah. might know him from uh, NFL Network, but he was on Wheel of Fortune. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. little celebrity Wheel of Fortune Kyle Brandt was on. Here's a little uh, snippet of that. Uh, I know you're a big fan of that lady over there. Pat, I'm, I'm thrilled to meet you, but Vanna, let's just, let's just put the cards on the table. Uh, I say this respectfully. You're a TV legend. My wife is here. You were my boyhood crush. Uh, I, I, I love you. For many years of my life, you were the puzzle I wanted to solve, and I am so thrilled to be here. <laughs> Do you have any advice for me today, Vanna? Because I believe you control the board. I love you, Pat. Uh, to me, this is a Vanna show. Well, well, thank you for those kind words. Um, buy vowels. Okay. Uh, pretend like you're in your own living room, not here. Just concentrate on the puzzle board. Yes. Not me. Okay? Keep me out of it. Think of the puzzle. Wonderful. I That's love it. That's it. You were the puzzle I wanted to solve? <laughs> <laughs> Say, Jack. This is your line, Kyle? It just came out. I didn't know that that moment was going to happen. It just came out. Did I hit bankrupt on that <laughs> We have another celebrity available. Thanks, everybody. That's pretty good. That's pretty well played. That's a pretty solid appearance. You know, yeah. good line, if you, good jokes. If you could I mean, appear on any reality show, what would it be? Not reality show, game show. I mean, if I'm going to be not, on not, a game. Not reality show, game show. If I'm on a game, it's got to be Price is Right. Yeah, same. I'm thinking Price is Right, although... Family Feud would be a blast. If I pick the right people, I think Family Feud would be good. Because I feel okay. like Winter Stays On, you could kind of dominate Family well, Feud. Well, you also right. have to imagine your family playing along with you, like how Joe, well they I, would do. I understand how Family Feud works, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not one on five. I'm just saying, do you trust your family? Well, hold, yes. on, hold on, I, well, that, I, don't I was have not to expecting just... that laugh. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> I get uh, to pick <laughs> the people that go with me. I'm not just picking like... Five people that answer the phone. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna handpick the ones I think would be good at. All right, Rich, ready? Okay, I need to know right now. And listen, no offense if I don't make the cut. Yeah. Right now, you are the lead family member on the WEEI. Okay. And we're gonna go up against. We could either go up against the Hub or we could go against the Fan. Whoever. Sure. It's Radio Family versus Radio Family on a special Steve Harvey Family Feud. Yeah. Who are you picking? I would pick. Uh, well, I would keep it. I would keep it close to the show. I'd pick you. I'd pick. Hart, I'd pick Shime because Shime has uh, interesting choice. knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then for straight comedic reasons, either Wiggy or Stiz. I, you know, I love Stiz. Good. I love Stiz. You I might get some wild have answers. To go with Wiggy. <laughs> yeah, I think go, go with Wiggy because yep. he would 
There'd definitely be a, he'd, he'd throw up. There'd be a few X's. There'd be a few like that's a crazy guess, but you'd get a good you'd get a good a reaction. Few. <laughs> a few, a few reactions. Steve Harvey would, would have some interesting things to say about it. But then he would also get that one that's on the board that nobody can get, mm-hmm. and like five people surveyed said it. But w- if Wiggy was one of those guys, so like I think show be, me banana shoes. I think he'd be good at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the two people at the end, it would probably have to be you and me to do the at the very end. We'd have to do a lot of the adulting on the yeah. yeah. No, but you know what like you, you do like the final the round conference? of it. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it'd have to be it'd have to be that. But yeah, I think those are both good options though. Like I've always liked Price is Right. But Price is the scary thing about Price is Right is you could literally be on the show for ten seconds. Like you could it, be you could be one of the last ones called down there. You don't win the thing, and then you just sit there in the front row, like oh, I had a chance and I lost it. Yep. Whereas if you're on Family Feud, you're on the whole half hour. You're you're making guesses. You're screaming good answer. You're patting your your uh, you Would know. Would you your be too nervous to be on hundred thousand dollar pier? Because I know so Ooh. ABC's revived a bunch of our eighties favorites. Uh, Pyramid with Michael Strahan and now Elizabeth Banks. Uh, Pittsfield Mass represents. Yes. Yep. No uh, doubt. Stand up on the new Pressure Luck, which I watched last night. Pretty entertaining. Uh, which one of those two would you prefer to be on? Uh, maybe the pyramid. Yeah, me and my love love the pyramid. You like pyramid? Pyramid's a blast. Yeah, probably pyramid. I feel like uh, like who wants to be a millionaire would be good, but then there's always that there's always the one like you know you'd go on where like the thousand dollar questions hard and you're like oh my god I'm out. Who's your who's your lifeline? Would you call Davy? Davy would be a good yeah. He's a uh, classics major. He's a Latin mm-hmm. teacher, so he's got a wealth of knowledge. Big music guy, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of my weaknesses are his strengths, if you will. That's, how you, that's why you guys compliment each right. other so well on hashtag dorks. It's peanut butter and chocolate is what we're is what we're dealing with here. That show got intense. The show got pretty intense. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Grab bag. Cy Young Awards given out tonight. Garrett Cole. In the American League, so congrats to the Yankees out there for uh, the big win. And Blake Snell hits free agency at the right time for the Padres. He wins the National League Cy Young. Kind of amazing that the Padres had Fernando Tatis came back, had a good year. Juan yep. Soto had a really good year, and they had the mm-hmm. Cy Young winner and Bupkis. Didn't well, even all the, and the good news is all they have is 10 years left on Xander Bogart. <laughs> That's it? Yeah, just it. And like seven with Manny Machado. Oh, that's right. They do have Machado for a while. Oh, yeah, they re-signed him, right? They like, oh, my God, stupid. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old grab bag. Uh, good news, Fitzy, for the movie fans out there. It sounds like many of James Cameron's movies will be uh, converted into the old 4K soon. Nice. That leads to the question, your favorite James Cameron movie is... By a whisker. Okay. It is aliens. Interesting. Yeah. I go T I go T2. Over T2. I was gonna say mine, T2. mine's probably T two. I like aliens a lot. I actually like alien more than aliens. Do you really? I do. Well, I'm two more, completely different genres of movie nonetheless. Well, I'm more horror guy than I am like yeah. sci fi action. But I still I mean I enjoy both. And even with that said, like T two is my favorite. Uh first Terminator's obviously really good. True Lies, kind of fun. I was just going to say, can True Lies enter the chat? Because upon recent rewatch, though, there are certain, uh, shall we say, uh, global ethnic moments that may not be too favorable. Sure, sure, sure. As far as a what, like, that sequence in the limo going over the bridge with the helicopter and yeah. the missiles and the airplanes and the Harriers. That's Holy good. smokes. I know it's 30 the, years later it holds up. It's not the visual uh, spectacle that the Avatar movies are, but I'd rather watch True Lies than Avatar. Same, same. Yeah. All right. 
Pardon me. Would you have any grab bag? But of course. Speaking of movies, Napoleon comes out in two weeks. You in on Napoleon? You know, I've read some good reviews, and people have said the, the early critics say, you know, history be damned if you just want to see a bombastic, uh, great historical romp with violence and a great Phoenix performance, uh, maybe one of the last Ridley Scott films. Go check it out. I might. I mean, if I just if I just want to go eat popcorn yeah. and watch nonsense, yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like with all this just stuff going on, I don't think that'll be a theater movie for me. But as soon as it's made available on one of the other things, I'll see it. It's, it's is there anything coming out in theaters soon that you would see? Well, I just saw the Marvels. So what did you think? You know what? I thought it was pretty good. Everybody's crapping all over the bad box office, but the movie itself, it's kind of like a middle MCU movie, which is still pretty entertaining, still pretty fun. Okay. So, yeah, I don't think you need to, like, stop what you're doing and go see it, but, like, I I liked it enough. So there's that. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, actually, speaking of that. Rest in grab This weekend in the theater, you have the Hunger Games prequel, Next Goal Wins, which is Mm. the new Taika Waititi movie, and Eli Roth's Thanksgiving all this weekend. Yeah, her reviews on Thanksgiving are good. Yep. That it's like a nice return to good old-fashioned bloody slasher fun, and a lot of it was filmed locally. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. Uh, My old college RA. Very nice. Um, You got Hunger Games, huge pass. Yeah, I'll skip and that. And I heard next goal wins is a is is a riot. I mean, Taika Waititi, I feel like everything he does is is good. So he Except wrote and directed that last this Thor movie, the one with Christian Bale as oh like, yeah, Love and Thunder. That's, so I didn't hate it. Stunk. It wasn't as good as uh, Ragnarok, obviously. Oh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok, Ragnarok was a unicorn. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Well, don't forget for the family, there's also that new Trolls one. There is a new Trolls movie. It's a busy box office weekend. Holy smokes! Look at all yeah, that stuff. And there's so much to there's so much to watch at home too. My God, I haven't even seen the killer yet. Oh, I watched the killer. What'd you think? Yeah, very good. Yeah, and then very there's good. that. The, uh, I just read phenomenal reviews, by the way, for the uh, like origin of Mon- uh, was it Monarch Legacy of Monsters? Apparently, that is supposed to be Ooh. off the charts good. I'll check that out. I'm three episodes into Blue Eye Samurai, by the way. What uh, uh, What'd you think? I love it. It's freaking awesome, I lo- right? I love it. It's, I can't it's get enough. I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done tonight. Yep. Cold beer, blue-eyed samurai. Sounds like a good night. Grab bag. Well, you'll have to wait till next week for more grab bag. That'll do it for uh, for us tonight. Uh, but we still have time on the program, so we'll have our uh, final thoughts coming up next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy W-E-E-I. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, wrapping things up with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. Looks like the Celtics are going to hang on to this win. They're up 115-107, 30 seconds left, and they're at the free throw line. Tatum turned it on, finishing, well, game's not over, but he has 29 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Derek White, 25 points. Drew Holiday, 18 points, 10 rebounds. As uh, the Celtics are going to beat the Sixers without Jalen Brown and Chris Tapp's Porzingis. How about that? Pretty good. How about that? Pretty, pretty good. Started uh, Sam Hauser and Al Horford were both in the starting lineup tonight. How about the Hauser? How about the Hauser sons? Oh, how's a fire? No, actually, not really. He was two of eight from three, but I still got to say that. So, yeah, it's not right. terrible. That's you know what? Fine. You know what? I forgot to throw in a grab bag. What was that? The great Pedro Pascal 
You know him from Game of Thrones, The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and The Last of Us. He has been cast as Reed Richards in the MCU's Fantastic Four. Now, interestingly enough, I did a little perusing of that at your behest earlier in the program yeah. during break. And yep. sure. it seems like the majority of fans are into it, but there are some saying he's too old. See, I, I mean, I guess we'll see what version of the Fantastic Four they do, right? I mean, there's been, are they brand new or are they going to be brought in like they've already been established? Like they have mm-hmm. different, we don't know how they're going to bring them in. Plus, Reed Richards always has like gray in his hair. I always thought yeah. Reed Richards was kind of old. Pedro's in his early 40s. He's a mega international star at this point. A lot of people yeah. wanted Krasinski, who we saw briefly earlier. But yeah. I think because... it's a great choice. The man makes no bad movies, makes no, no bad shows. I, I mean, Okay, sure, he was in that terrible Wonder Woman sequel. But all right, we'll forget. Everyone gets a mulligan. It's fine. I thought that was I'm into be it. Yeah, now, I am too. Now, who do they cast? Uh, yeah, now they got to find a Sue Storm, a Johnny Storm, and a Ben Grimm. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm fired up for it. Yeah, because no. you know the Marvel Universe may pivot uh, to Doctor Doom as so or so we've read as the new villain. Yes, yeah, so, I mean Pascal. I don't know how many movies he's signed on for, but I would imagine as long as as long as they'll have them, mm-hmm. right? I mean they're gonna they're gonna make these movies for the next ten twenty years. Is what it feels like. All right, Fitzy, that'll do it for the program here tonight. That's it. That's all, that's all we got. Full tanger still flies by. Uh, have a great uh, rest of your week. A great bye weekend, and we'll uh, talk to you Monday. Looking forward to it already, my man. Joe Braverman killed it today in for Stiz. Nice job, Joe. Uh, Stiz will be back with me and with Andy Hart tomorrow at 6. Have a great rest of your night, and we'll talk to you then.